0: From the sports field to the shearing shed, it's the country sport breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport.
1: Well, for the first time in 2024, we're going to open a lovely bottle of wine, in fact, a rose, this week, and catch up with Michael Cooper. Michael, good morning and happy new year.
0: Good morning, Brian, and Happy New Year to you as
1: well. Yeah, this time of year, you know, hot, summery, you always think of something refreshing and cool, and rosé is always a good choice of wine, and it's very, very popular, isn't it?
0: Exactly, Um, and at this time of the year, it really hits the spot. For a long time in New Zealand, uh, Brian, rosé was sort of treated as a a drink for the ladies. (laughs) I'm not quite sure why. Maybe it was because it's pink, or maybe because it used to be always slightly sweet, although not now. But it's interesting, it's now widely popular here in New Zealand, and it's not just here. Overseas, they talk about the brosé phenomenon, brosé. Young men are supposedly, as they put it, pounding the pink. <laughs> pounding the pink in America. is part of the brosé phenomenon, and in the UK, I read something the other day that made me laugh. It said that men used to be self-conscious about drinking rosé, but finally they can admit that they enjoy rosé and they can admit it without blushing.
1: <laughs> well, you have to say it is—you know—when it's chilled, it is very refreshing at this at this time of year, isn't
0: it? You know what we find here at, at, at home. My wife and I—she loves salmon—and oh, yeah. Uh, what I find is, if, you, if if you're lucky enough to be having salmon. And we have it about, you know, once a fortnight or something. The perfect wine, I find, to go with it is rosé. Just very gently chilled.
1: Yeah. Well, we're sport for choice here in New Zealand when it comes to rosés, and even budget-wise, uh, you know, you can pick up some cheap ones, but there's also some dearer ones. And you've selected, what, four or five to have a look at?
0: Four or five. They're each about $5 difference in the price. So we've got got uh, wines here. They're all excellent. $15, $20, $25, 30 and if you're feeling rich, there's one at $38, which okay. is a real star. So should we start with the uh, most affordable one? Yeah, let's. Thornbury Hawke's Bay Rosé 2023, $15, so it's priced sharply. Um, like most Hawke's Bay Rosés, it's made from Merlot with a splash of Malbec. It's sort of bright pink, sort of light-bodied. Um, it's got attractive flavours of peaches and strawberries and watermelon, um, it's got very good sort of freshness and delicacy, just a touch of sweetness, which is not sort of obvious, but it smooths it, and nice, fresh, appetising acidity. So for $15, Hawkes Hawkesbury Rosé 2023 is certainly a very affordable and good buy. Then stepping up a bit to $21, Rosé often can come in some very smartly packaged bottles, you know, which can be part of the appeal. And this wine, Lume Mulbera Pinot Rosé 2023, which I've given five stars to for quality. Wow. It's got a really flash, attractive bottle, um, and it's freshly scented. It's a blend in this case of Pinot Noir and Pinot Gris. Pale pink, full body, vibrantly fruity. The, the flavours in rosés tend to be fairly similar. They tend to have what I usually end up describing as being strawberry and watermelon. And then with also you often get hints of peaches and spices. In this case it's got very good delicacy and depth, it's dry, it's got sustained flavour and at twenty one dollars I think that's really good value. Yeah. So that that wine is called Lume. Right. So watch out for the for the really attractive um, bottle. Then if we go up to twenty five dollars, Blackenbrook in Nelson, their Pinot Rose from twenty twenty three, it's instantly appealing. Made, it's a steak-grown, um, made from hand-picked Pinot Noir. It's got sort of a slightly deeper bright pink, and it's absolutely packed with vigorous, berryish, gently spicy flavours, crisp and dry. So that's really a benchmark um, Pinot Rosé from Blackenbrook at $25. And if there's one region, Brian, that I think is leading the way in New Zealand with rosé, I think it's Central Otago. So, listeners wouldn't be surprised to learn that they're being made from Pinot Noir. And I think one of the real front runners over the last decade with Rose has been Terra Sancta. Um, and so, let's look at the Terra Sancta Bannockburn Pinot Noir Rose 2023. Now, it's $30, but it, it, this is arguably the best vintage yet of this wine. Steak grown, hand harvested, and interestingly, unlike most roses in New Zealand, it's mostly fermented in oak barrels. So it's pale pink, it's full bodied, it's finely balanced, it's got rich peach, strawberry, spice flavours, and that handling in oak barrels has given a, a degree of complexity that you don't normally find in rose. And so that's $30 Terra Sancta. And then finally, as I say, if you're feeling rich, $38. <laughs> This is an emerging star wine in my view, coal pit central Otago, Pinot Noir rose twenty twenty three this one's from Gibston it's um, absolutely benchmark rose bright light pink it's absolutely delicious it's got delicate flavors of peaches and watermelon and strawberry and spices lively acidity lively acidity and and when you the finish is dry it's perfectly balanced it's lengthy. And really, you couldn't ask for anything more than a glass of rosé. $38, pit, Central Otago, Pinot Noir rosé, 2023.
1: I'm out to buy a nice rosé to put in the fridge uh, today. Michael, always great to chat, and we'll catch up again next week.
0: Great, hey Brian. Look forward to it. With my little bottle of wine. <laughs> bottle of wine. Fruit of the you going to let me get
1: some... oh, I love it. Michael Cooper. With the Rovers, a band that I've actually been fortunate enough to actually guest appear on. Yep, played with the Rovers many years ago in Taronga.